Do narcissists have a fear of abandonment? Is that even possible? And if they do, what exactly does that look like and where did it come from? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name's Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. You're probably going to think I'm trying to be funny when I tell you what I'm about to say. But the fact of the matter is that in certain ways, a narcissist is very much like a small child when it comes to emotional development. Certain parts of their personality just don't develop normally. This causes a couple of different problems for them that can lead to the fear of abandonment. The first thing I want to note though is that before I get into these two issues, narcissists often have a fear of abandonment that causes them to sort of keep their eye open for other options, which is ridiculous and hurtful, especially when you're in a committed relationship with them. For example, just in the last few days, I've talked to three different clients who have said to me that their narcissist at some point or another in their relationship looked at them and said, I know you're going to leave me anyway. Okay. And very often you can look back into their childhood and see where someone abandoned them along the way, whether it was a parent or a friend or even someone dying in their life, which obviously was out of that person's control, it happens. And it does lend to their lack of empathy over time if they weren't properly nurtured and supported during that event. If someone dies early in their childhood, very often they will, or if someone leaves them, a parent or whatever, very often they will come forward and just decide they don't need anybody. Or they will cling so hard to the people around them that they try to control them. And this is another example of how narcissism manifests. But back to my original point, there are two really common problems that narcissists experience as a result of their brain development or personality development or lack thereof. The first one is what people will typically expect to hear when they ask this question. And the second one is one that you might not always understand, but it kind of comes from my own observations as well as my research. So number one, narcissists need you to confirm who they are. They need you to validate them. They need you to be their narcissistic supply and they fear not having it. They fear that if they don't have a primary source of narcissistic supply, they will crumble. Their mask will fall off and everybody will know who they really are. They need confirmation that they're okay. Confirmation that they're good enough. Confirmation that they exist. That they're better than someone. And they need constant supply in order to feel good. It's literally like air for them. And so if you take away this supply, they can't breathe. They can't function as they normally do. Number two, the world is confusing for them in certain ways. Because they lack empathy, they don't always notice what other people are thinking or feeling. And basically, they need other people to help them sort of make judgments about the world. Give them input. What do they think? They're not sure until they ask everybody else. Have you ever seen that? Now, certainly narcissists are very good at appearing to know all the answers. And they're very good at having very strong opinions that are often ridiculous. But very often they gather those opinions from people in their lives who they admire or appreciate in some way. And, and that's an interesting thing that not a lot of people talk about with narcissists. You ever notice how a narcissist stares at you really hard? Gives you the narcissistic stare? A lot of times they do that because they're desperately trying to read someone's face to see how they feel about something. Even though they don't understand the emotion behind it, they can certainly understand if a person is feeling positively or negatively about anything in particular. And if that is a person who they admire or a person who they think is better than them or might be as good as them, 
then that person's opinion matters and they might accept their opinion as their own. Ever heard this before? I guess the main point here is that narcissists, they don't have the ability to make their own internal judgments very easily. They don't know for sure what's good or bad or in between with their own standards, with their own thought process, because all of that is flawed. Essentially, they make their decisions based on what looks impressive to them, what looks exciting to them, and watching the faces of other people. So if someone else is like, wow, that's a really nice car, the narcissist goes, I like that person, I want that car. Or I want to be like that person, I want that car. Or I find that person attractive, I want that car. You see what I'm saying? Narcissists are shockingly very affected by things like advertising. You know, if they see a new phone on the TV, they want the new phone. If they see a food commercial, they order the food. Whatever it is, narcissists are very, very swayable if you approach them in the right way. The funny thing about narcissists is this is not true in relation to people who are close to them. It's only true in relation to people who they really don't know in real life, they don't know well. So if somebody who they admire goes, wow, that's amazing, then they're like, oh, I want that thing. I want to do that thing or have that thing that they're talking about. So what it all comes down to is without the narcissistic supply, the primary, the secondary, the tertiary, and even the TV in some cases, they aren't getting the feedback they need. They literally can't function without that feedback and they can't make decisions in their lives. So because of what the narcissist went through growing up, whether it was abandonment or neglect or abuse or even overindulgence without emotional support, the narcissist is seriously addicted to narcissistic supply. They have lost their true self or at least hidden it very deeply. And so the narcissistic supply helps them to fuel the false self that they have created. If narcissistic supply stops existing, then the false self is essentially incapacitated. So the false self, because it's not true, it's not real, it is the mask that the narcissist wears requires constant maintenance, constant upkeep. It's exhausting for the narcissist, believe it or not. And it becomes increasingly exhausting if they don't have proper narcissistic supply. The abandonment factor represents lack of contact and essentially lack of supply or loss of supply. So if the narcissist loses supply, they have to seek replacement supply. That's hard work. They don't like that. They have to juggle things. Things are crazy. If they are afraid they're going to lose supply, often they're going to cheat on you because they want to make sure to have a backup plan. And everybody, listen closely. Don't be any narcissist or anyone's backup plan, please. You deserve to be somebody's first. And I don't mean first ever. I mean first priority. The fear of abandonment can, for a narcissist, can be likened to the fear of running out of water if you were going on a long desert trek and you didn't have any stuff or people with you. It causes significant anxiety. It keeps them in constant motion, constantly trying to juggle everything and make everything happen. The funny thing is that the way they treat the narcissistic supply in the first place is often what causes the, the abandonment to occur. It's what causes the narcissist to, to be afraid because they know they're treating the person badly, they know the person might leave them, which is why they look for people who will allow themselves to be abused. Empaths, people who care about how they feel, and then they use the fear of abandonment against you. They will even say to you, like in a therapy session, I'm afraid she's going to leave me, I'm afraid he's going to leave me, and then what's the first thing an empath is going to say when somebody says that to them? We're going to go, I promise I won't leave you. And then we've made a promise to them, and we've said, I'll be here no matter what, I'm going to be here, and they go, oh yeah, that's good, now I can mess around, poke, 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 poke and they start the crap with you. But what happens is, because of the way they get abandoned, because of the way they treat us, the cycle, it continues. And the cycle, ironically enough, they do this other thing where they often leave you before you have the chance to leave them. They abandon you emotionally and they 
they push you away and they tell you, ah, oh, you don't, you're leaving me anyway, just get out of here. Or, or they leave you, they cheat on you and they head off with someone else. Or they just have an argument with you and you are left going, what the heck just happened? And you're spinning and you're spinning and you're spinning and you're in that cycle. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy for a narcissist. They know it's coming or that it might come and yet they continue to treat you like crap because they can't help it, they can't control themselves. Which is why I always tell you the very best possible solution to this problem is to go no contact. The narcissist has the capacity to heal but won't almost ever. I've never heard of one actually healing and actually succeeding long term. So that's the issue. The narcissist could address the core issue, the core problem, the core wound, the thing that caused them to become a narcissist and then they could move forward. But if they continue on their current track, they will never change. They will never move forward. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what are your thoughts about this? Do you think that the narcissist has a fear of abandonment? Do you think that the reasons I gave to you and the explanation make sense? Or what would you add to those things? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your comments below, and let's talk about it. All right. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.